Well, I got to say this about the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the world championship. I really do. But they got to be the dumbest team. <laughs> they make between stupid fouls and bad shots, not taking advantage of mismatches. Can I, can I go there? Because that's where I'm going. I got to say, that was the theme after, you know, in postgame yesterday. Everybody was talking about how dumb the Bucks played and how many dumb mistakes they made. And they just could not, like the entire panel just could not believe how, and they just kept saying it over and over again. Stupid mistakes, dumb mistakes. Not even mistakes. It's just a dumb approach. So you feel the same way? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's taken me a while to get there. I mean, there's been a big fire bud crowd that yeah, I resisted. That's, that's the narrative from last well, night, right? A lot of teams get into trouble when you fire a guy just to fire a guy because it's not working and we better just fire him. I prefer to let a team go through some growing pains and try to figure it out, right? Because bringing in a new coach is a process, and you better get that hire right if you're going to do this in Giannis's prime years. So, but it, this has been three years now. This is our third postseason in a row where the Bucks have a half-court offense that is essentially non-existent. All right? They have no idea what to do. They need to... I've come to the conclusion that Giannis cannot and should not facilitate the offense. You know, years ago, everybody thought it was groundbreaking, right, when Jason Kidd came out and he said, I'm going to play Giannis at point guard. All right? It grew Giannis's game. It grew his confidence, upped his usage rate. But he's reached a point where you can't get any more out of that. Because here's what happens. Throughout the history of the NBA, all right, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jaquiel O'Neal, all these big guys. Why do they start under the rim? You know, why do, why do we feed the big man in the post back in the day? Giannis tries to get to the rim. He's most efficient inside the lane. He was 9 of 9 in the paint last night. Okay? So if Giannis is trying to get to the paint, why are we starting him with the ball at half court. So you're saying go old school NBA, put him there, get he him the ball where. He needs to embrace. Because he, he can't shoot from the outside anyway. Well, here's what and, happens. Yeah. And then score from there, like Just old school basketball. Strength, right. Yeah. So yeah. he's trying to get into the lane, right? Which means his teammates need to vacate the lane. The lane needs to be open for Giannis to drive. Giannis's defender can just sag off of him because his three-point shooting is god-awful. He's 17% in the playoffs. So... You know, Griffin just sags off of him, clogging the lane even more. And the rest of his teammates have nowhere to go. All right, you got four guys around the three-point line, and they're not supposed to go in the paint because the paint needs to be open for Giannis to drive. Well, everybody knows that Giannis is going to drive, and that's when you get teams like Toronto forming the wall. So why not let Drew or Mid handle the ball? Let Giannis go out to the wing or go down to the paint and start on the low block and get the ball down there, and that way the other guys can actually move around. You watch the Bucks' offense, and it's four guys standing around while Giannis, you know, prods and probes at the lane, and then he backs up and he hits the turbo button and just runs into the hoop. And then the other thing that drives me nuts, okay, he's the defensive player of the year, right? And I get that. Everyone's talking today about you know, Giannis needs to guard Durant. In a game like last night, Durant went Durant went full God mode 
in the second half, all right? The dude was unstoppable, all right? That shot in the fourth quarter with the shot clock running down, Nets had a terrible possession. Harden throws him a grenade with less than two seconds on the shot clock, and Durant finds a way to make it. So everyone's saying, why doesn't Durant guard him? Well, it's twofold. Giannis is Defensive Player of the Year, not for his on-ball defense. All right, he is a help defender, and he's arguably the best help defender in the NBA. He is great at coming off his man and attacking the hoop and guarding the rim. And he gets a ton of steals as well through the passing lanes because of his length. So his on-ball defense is not that great. However, I would say when Durant is smoking you like this, it's, it's worth a try. Try something. It's do, worth a try. Do something different. That's, is that one of the dumb things? Because everyone's playing that quote today. They didn't do is they didn't do anything different when Durant is one-on-one, can't, can't stop him, he's not going out of the game, he's making everything. Just try, try something else. Double right? him. Pick him up full court press. Follow him really hard. I don't care. You know, I <laughs> joked the other day after, after, the leg. <laughs> after the leg. Irving went <laughs> down, I, I, I <laughs> joked to some buddies, and I'm like, well, if Durant gets hurt too, then the Bucks might really have something here. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay? And it looks like that's the only way they're going to win this series. Um <laughs> No, but you're right. They're not They're not making any adjustments. The fact that Bobby Portis can't get in a playoff game, the fact that Jeff Teague can't get in a playoff game, okay, they're not, like, awesome players. I get that. But if they're not ready to play, then that's on Bud. All right? They've been here all season for the most part. Portis has been. Teague for over half the year. You've got to have – he's playing six guys. That's it. Connaughton is the only guy coming off the bench. I think Forbes got, like – 12 minutes or something last night. Nobody else is even coming off the bench. No Teague, no Portis, nobody that's going to do anything in this game. P.J. Tucker is a zero on offense, all right? And last I checked, KD put up a 49-point triple-double on him, so I don't think the defense is really helping that much either. Do you think KD took, he had to have taken some of that P.J. Tucker love personally the last two games here oh, in town? Oh, absolutely. That he went, look, okay, a lot of, wait a second, this dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll show you. No, he, you know, came out with yeah. so, he came out with yeah. something to prove last night. He wanted to show everybody he's the best player in the world. He played all 48 minutes, which seems like a tall task. But to be honest, with all the breaks that these guys get between the media timeouts and the replay review stoppages and the seven timeouts per team that you get, there's a lot more rest involved than you think going 48 minutes. What I found amazing, and this is on Bud, so James Harden, right? The dude's on one leg, mm-hmm. all right? Clearly. He's like me playing church league <laughs> softball, pulling a hammy every time you run to first base. What was that odd uh, that odd brace thing he had on? <sighs> through? And I saw, I'm like, I'm watching and go, what is that? And they showed a close-up of that. I, I think that's that, where he. Does that even work? Does that work? Does I that think, do anything? I think that's where he hides his chalupa for is, halftime. Is that it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so fuel up. Come dude, on. he's on one. That thing looked odd. He's on one leg, right? Why didn't the Bucks attack him? I, why didn't they run him off screens again, right. left and right? You've got a wounded duck out there. <laughs> you allow James Harden. He Carried played Chalupa, too. Dude. Making, <laughs> slow, making him slower. Come on. He played 45 yeah. minutes last night yeah. on one leg. Right. Right. You should be running him <laughs> off screens left and right. It was pathetic that they did not attack James Harden. I mean, and you're getting lucky that Joe Harris forgot how to shoot. Yes, Jeff Green went off last night. You don't expect that. Harris is shooting like under 20% for the series. You're getting lucky there. Um, but no, that's a that's a full-on a coaching thing. The fact that you can't take advantage of a mismatch with James Harden. The guy can't run and get over screens because of his leg. You can force a switch anytime you want. 
you can get any guy you want on James Harden. And they don't do it. Like, what are we doing? Okay? So, the offense stinks. The defense was not good. Giannis, I'm, I'm done with Giannis facilitating the offense. He's got to play off ball. You got to start him on the wing or start him down low because it's just not working. All right. And if he ever takes another three pointer in the first eight seconds of the shot clock, I'm going to lose my damn mind. Mm-hmm. It's Especially just when the, when the crowd is goading him into, mm-hmm. into doing oh, it. Oh, they're I mean, yeah. begging they're just, him. That's what the whole arena wants you to do. That mm-hmm. they're right? begging him to shoot that three pointer, and it's not a good shot. Yeah. And if he didn't have the ball, he would never be tempted to take that shot. So. Bud has not adjusted in three years. It's, it's been three years of the same crap. You've got no half-court offense. And so I, I do think, even if they win game six, I don't, think I don't think they're winning game seven. I think this is Bud's swan song as the Bucks coach. So we talked about why the Bucks were dumb last night, according to Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. You've said what you'd like them to see do, but Bud hasn't done it in three years. No. So I'm not going to think that's going to change in 24 hours. Wouldn't right? think so. Is there, is there anything that they can, you realistically, we could see them do that's less dumb that would give them a better chance? Uh, if they commission. shoot 60% from three, so shoot better. they've had games where they've done yeah. that. Make more baskets. Yeah. They've also, they put huh, themselves. Make in, more baskets and they could win. Okay. They put themselves in a position where <laughs> they need to win the game in three quarters. They can't get into a close game in the fourth quarter. They've got to be up 25 at the end of three, or else Brooklyn's going to make a run. Durant's going to get hot. And look, Harden shot the ball horribly last night. I expect him to shoot it a little bit better you in think, game you six. think so, right? Yeah, I think, he had, I think he finished with five points. and He was basically non-existent on offense, wasn't even really shooting all that much. So, no, I think their only, their only hope is, is to get hot and just shoot the ball better. You know, Giannis, if, he can, if Giannis can focus on staying inside more, like, I still think they're going to have Giannis bring the ball up and facilitate the offense, which is dumb, but there are plenty of times where it's very effective, especially when you might have an opponent who is wounded, like Brooklyn, you know, Durant coming off 48 minutes, Harden, who knows how that hamstring is going to respond after playing 45 minutes, and that was a big reason why he did play all those minutes because if you ever know, you know, if you've had a hamstring issue, if you're playing a game... And then you go down and sit for 10, 15 minutes and then try to go go out and run and sprint again, you're not going to be able to. That hammy's going to tighten up. So that was a big reason why he played all those minutes. It was just he's got to stay loose. He's got to stay warm. You know, and it's like, okay, he can go sit and ride the bike on the bench or he can just keep playing the game. Like, I'd rather have him keep playing the game if you're Steve Nash. So... I expect Brooklyn to play a little bit better, to shoot it a little bit better. Some of their guys like like Harrison Harden. Maybe Durant comes back down to earth a little bit, but you got to expect he's going to get his 30. So, I don't know. Everyone, even if the Bucks win game six, like, look, I don't have any confidence that they're going to win a game seven in Brooklyn. Is it possible? Yeah. I'm not going to rule that out. They can win this. I wouldn't bet on it. Everyone sounds defeated. Mm-hmm. Well, not just you, but everybody talking about this series sounds defeated when it comes to the Bucks. Well, look, this is ridiculous. Like, this, it is so hard for any team to win an NBA championship, let alone make a finals. But for a small market team, look, all the stars aligned. 
you get the incredible luck to land Giannis in the draft. You develop this superstar player. Oh, my God, he actually signed the max contract. He wants to stay in Milwaukee, okay, because this happened once with Kareem, and he wanted to leave. This time he wants to stay. Okay, another miracle. And then you get the super team in Brooklyn. Okay, Harden goes out game one. Now Kyrie is out. He's injured. Chris Paul got COVID yesterday, all right? He's out for unidentified amount of time. Kawhi Leonard might have a torn ACL. LeBron James knocked out of the playoffs. Like, the stars are aligning. Like, this is the Bucks' chance. It's their best chance they've had in decades. And they are blowing it because they just can't figure out how to play half-court playoff basketball. And it's been three years of the same crap. So, no, I don't expect Bud to change tomorrow night. Maybe he plays Bobby Portis a little bit. But... I'm just, I'm beside myself. Maybe I feel worse now because it feels like last night was the, their chance to get that one. Correct. And then come home and win the series. That and was then the one on. to get. Because they had they had a, ch- a great chance. They had it. They were doing all the right things till they weren't. And they already said Harden's going to play game six. Kyrie is not even going to travel. So it's so it's going to be no Kyrie. So no, no surprise. You can't even catch a early morning flight tomorrow and just be, surprise, I'm here. Or show up in the afternoon. He's not traveling with them at all. So he's, he's out. Out, out. Correct. He is okay. out. I, I honestly don't need to yeah. play at all in he's this series anymore. You know, if he does a game seven thing, it might be a few minutes. You know, Willis Reed-esque. But I don't know, Commission. It didn't feel good coming back for game three at all. And then they, they got that well, one. Correct. And then, and that's they, what then they played really well game four and, right. and won that one. Pretty handedly. They so, sucked us knows? back in, right? Like, yeah, we were like, back in. I was and then done. Tomorrow's going to be low. good. I think, I think they're going to take <laughs> oh, it. I do. I, no, I, I think, think they're going to the... take it, and I think they're going to go back and maybe surprise everybody. I think they could honestly win by about 20 tomorrow. It because, does, like sure. I said, if they're going to win, they got to win big. It they're doesn't favored, need to be a death but... sentence. Game yeah. seven doesn't need to be a death sentence. It could be okay. Now, the past has proven that it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but if anybody decides to learn from their mistakes and make some changes, now would be the time. It's not too late to change. We're not past game seven where we're saying, what if, what could we have done? We're before game six where we know what's happening and what needs to be done. So should we just like write but a letter or can we call or maybe you just go there and yell a bunch of commission? I don't. I don't know. But I'm busy lining up candidates for next year's coach. <laughs> All right, fair They'll be up by 20 tomorrow night. Mandy and Commissioner's not going to be enjoying it. I'm like, ooh, Scott Brooks just got fired from Washington. <laughs> like, we could maybe go after him. Because you can go, no, we're going to lose Saturday. This doesn't matter. Why am I wasting my time? Commissioner, will you enjoy some of the game tomorrow at least a little bit? A little bit. Look at his face. Like the first, no, that face says no. Yeah, probably not. Because <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy it until it's game seven. Like, if we win tomorrow, who cares? Like, I expect us to win tomorrow. Okay. And it, and it means nothing. So you're back. Win Saturday or bust. You're back Friday. For, you come back Friday on this show yeah, for sure? Yeah, we'll come back Friday. Because it's either game seven or, or, post, season or, or post-mortem. God. Can't and wait then for that. We'll see. If it's game seven, then we'll have you back. Or would that be Monday? Because we play Saturday. would be game seven, I believe, right? Correct. Saturday. Okay, right. Yeah, Saturday the 19th. Oh, man. I'm nervous now. I'm nervous, too. It's only Wednesday. Did you, hear, uh, did you hear Aaron Rodgers coming to, coming to camp? No, I didn't hear that. It says because he's not. Because uh, everything yeah. sucks. I didn't hear that. Yep. <laughs> I was playing along with your sarcasm, <laughs> trying to match your sarcasm. <laughs> now he has the I'm offended t-shirts. He, oh, yeah. From yesterday, we talked about that. Yeah, so there's something else. I don't think it was him, just more 
We have, we'll have the rest of the summer to talk about that. Right. One thing at a time. After this Bucks series is God. over anyway. All right, get out of here, Commissioner. This is depressing. It's a hog.